Hey there, I'm Jay Renee, and I'm part of an underground group of beauty industry professionals and entrepreneurs that you probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We probably didn't take the traditional path in life, but we understand that beauty industry professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world with the power to help people live their best lives. Yes, there are those that try to convince us that our industry is vain and it's superficial, but we prove them wrong every day because we have products and service that we know can change people's lives. We see it all the time. We're pretty smart, so don't let our good looks fool you. Because many of us didn't take the traditional path in life, we have to do things a little differently and we think differently because we're not weighed down by conventional thinking, I put that in air quotes, we see things from a different perspective. And because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? (laughs) It's not always by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. So listen, sure, there are some who would like you to think that Beauty industry professionals aren't serious about business, but make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress up. We're the creatives. We may be the loud ones. We may be the weirdos. We may be the ones who (laughs) don't listen. We're the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the way open for our colleagues and other people to follow. Some may see us as misfits, as troublemakers or showstoppers, whatever you want to call us. We're beauty rebels after all. And don't forget, we're pretty smart. On this podcast, New Beauty with Jay Renee, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty industry insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing. It's changing every day. It's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented in the world. So here you'll find great information on how to grow your business, increase your profits as a beauty industry professional, as a inspiring beauty industry professional, et cetera, et cetera. If you have any questions or you would like to be featured or you're looking for a speaker for your next event, especially if it's a beauty industry related event, Contact me through my website, jrene.com. That's J-A-Y-E-R-E-N-E-E.com. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, review it and rate it, and send me an email at any time to give me feedback. Also, if you could remember where in this podcast you heard something that really struck you or that um, you had a question about, please feel free to let me know where in that podcast that is, and I will help you out and answer your questions. So let's get started on today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Hey guys, it's Jay, and I'm back with another great episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. This episode is really going to be fun. It's going to be um, detailed. It's going to give you a lot of insight, and it is dedicated primarily to salon owners, spa owners, um, nail bar owners, Uh, owners of establishments, or uh, if not the owners, the management. So it's dedicated to uh, the owners of these establishments um, across the board in terms of 
uh, specialty and or the people who are running the establishment. So let's get right into this episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. If you have any questions, as always, you can direct message me on Instagram at Beauty Industry J or send me an email at J, J A Y E, at jrene.com. All right, let's get started. So I wanted to do this episode topic because um, I get a lot of um, emails from um, salon owners, nail bar owners, lash bar owners, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in reference to hiring or in, in, in reference to getting employees or people to join their team. And what I've found is that the industry has changed in terms of how the structure of a beauty establishment works. Once upon a time, we had two traditional options. You have the commission option where your staff was based off of commission and bonuses and things like that, and they got paid every week or every two weeks, et cetera, et cetera, based on the percentage of sales that you, um, that is, you know, outlined by the, the salon of management and the employee. And then you have the booth rent structure in which the uh, person that's working at the establishment is an independent contractor, pretty much pl- supplying their own supplies, setting their own hours, and bringing in their own clientele for the most part. So that is kind of how things have um, gone in the past. Now, I want you guys to understand that the reason it's getting harder and harder for some of you to maintain or um, keep <laughs> the, um, the people that you're hiring or the people that you're bringing into your establishment is because you guys are not paying attention to the changes that have taken place in the market. So what are some of the main changes? So... One of the biggest changes that are taking place is that a lot of professionals are not really um, basing their income or structuring their uh, structuring their business around an um, around a walk-in model, right? These days, eighty percent of professionals are doing most of their work um, by you know appointment only, and the reason that this appointment, this model is so popular and why it's very important, and I encourage um, professionals to, to work this way um, most of the time, is because you understand what your day is going to be. If you have a book that you open once a month and you allow your customers to book, you know not only what that day is going to be like, but pretty much for the most part what that month is going to look like. Um, and you have people booking you know, in advance, and of course some people are going to book you know, as the days and the weeks go by into the month. But when you when you have a booking structure and you work by appointment only, you have some predictability to your day. And when you have predictability to your day, you have predictability in your income, which is very important. Another reason that I um, encourage professionals to work this way is because they're able to uh, mitigate their losses. What do I mean? When people are booking appointments nine times out of 10, Uh, the professionals are requiring them to make a deposit. Now, I know probably a year ago, definitely two years ago, a lot of customers had a lot of backlash in terms of the reluctance of um, them not wanting to pay a deposit, not understanding what deposit is for, feeling like, you know, they're spending money before they have to. But now um, it's become clear why that deposit is so important because oftentimes consumers and 
and um, clients, they aren't they aren't aware of how much uh, no calls and no shows affect the book, and they don't they're not really aware of how much uh, being late, you know, by ten or fifteen minutes can throw off your whole book. So, so we're getting smarter in terms of how we're booking, how we're handling our clients on an individual beauty industry professional basis. So, as salon owners um, and management uh, professionals. You have to adapt with the times. So gone are the days where you can demand 40 or 50% of someone's income if your salon is not keeping up with how the times are changing. And gone are the days where you can invite someone to join your business, but you're requiring them to pay 150 200 $250, $300 in booth rent. The, these days are slowly kind of drifting away um, and for good reason. So if you have any questions about that, because I'm not going to go into all the details of that today, send me an email and we'll go over it. But let me get back into um, the overall picture of what you need to do in order to attract and keep top talent so that your business can thrive. So many places have been closing their doors um, because they're the only ones in there operating. And I've seen a lot of um, owners join the industry because, of course, the industry is booming like no other. So, of course, it's lucrative. I'm going to open a nail salon. I'm going to open a hair salon. I'm going to open a weave or wig bar, et cetera, right? But those people may not be licensed professionals. They're not in the industry. And what I've seen is that those people are trying to, um, in their free time or spare time, teach themselves the trade and perform the services um, where, when they have no staff and they're not able to do it. One thing that um, a lot of owners that are not uh, professionals are realizing is that they have to have a lot more respect for the professionals in this industry. And it's one thing that I've talked about for a long time because oftentimes beauty industry professionals, uh, our jobs have not always been seen as professions. It's been seen as something that we're doing, we're playing around, we're playing, we're doing hair, we're playing in hair, we're playing in makeup, we're playing in this and that. So believe it or not, in 2020, we still have to fight against um stereotypes about, you know, our lack of professionalism or what our industry is, even though <laughs> almost everybody on the planet in some way um, who's able to is trying to figure out how to invest in the beauty industry. It's amazing how our professionalism is still doubted. Well, anyway, so what I recommend that you do in order to um, prevent yourself from being someone in a shop, even if you um, are licensed, but you haven't been in the field for a long time. Now you're forced to perform the products and services because you have the space, you have this overhead. Now you are forced to figure out how to keep the business going because you're unable to keep talent. These are some of the things that you're going to have to do. One of the things I recommend is that you find a top talent in your area. Someone who does great work, has a great personality, who um, they, don't, they ne do not necessarily have to have a great social media following because you as a business owner, um, you as a, as a management professional in that establishment, you can take on the role of 
making sure that that person or the salon um, gets the social media exposure and does the things that you need to do um, in order to make, uh, to ex- ex- not exploit, but to maximize that person's talent at your establishment. So someone who does great work, someone who has a great personality, someone who's open to helping others. Why is this important? It's important because those are going to be the people that's going to come into your establishment and automatically grow the business. Now, these things are going to cost you something. You are not going to be able to reach out to a professional who does great work. Um, Mind you, they may be working from home. They may not be in a facility. You know, they may not be making $200,000 a year, but they may be making $95,000 and it's comfortable. They're working from home. Their expenses are low. You know, they have nice write-offs, et cetera, et cetera. So you have to understand in order to get them to leave their comfortable establishment, right, to come into your business, you're going to have to offer them something. And this is where some of the problems have been, again, with with business owners um, in the past in terms of developing top talent and keeping them at their plate, place of business. Well, you're, what I suggest, and you may have to do to entice them and to keep them and encourage them to be a part of your business is to forego the booth rent altogether. You may have to let them come there and work for three, four, five, six months a year work free, providing that they're willing to take on a role of an educator, of um, someone that's pivotal in your business. And you can all work this all out with contracts and things like that. So don't look at it as, oh my gosh, I'm going to have this person in, I'm going to lose $200 a week in booth rent. So $200, you know, times four times six. So now you're looking like, oh my goodness, I'm going to, let's see, let's do the math if I can. All right. 200 times four, that's 808 times six. It's 36. So you're thinking I'm losing, you know, 300 and, um, I'm losing $3,600 over a six month period, but don't do that because that person is not only going to, um, help you, um, establish a stronger brand professionally within that niche, especially if they do great work and people like them and they have a great personality, they're going to boost your brand. And especially if you're, if you don't have the talent, listen, it's hard to get people into your business. If you are not a, a licensed nail tech or a professional nail tech, or you're, you've been out of practice for a long time and you have no one in your space. So you're forced to take over the work and your work is not really up to par but you're the only one that you have there and you're posting your pictures on instagram and on these social networks and people are looking at them like "Uh, it's okay but i don't want to go there so in essence you do your business more harm than good because people don't necessarily know if it's you know an owner operator um not an owner operator if it's an owner who's you know trying to do the best by, by their brand um, and trying to keep their business alive, but they don't necessarily have the talent. Like people are not going to um, be forgiven and give you give you um, points because you're trying to save your business. It's a much better decision to um, to bring someone in who does great work that you can um, you know post and share their work, build up their brand if they're not savvy with social media, or if they are, you can. Um, piggyback off of that or tie it together with your marketing campaigns to make your business stronger. 
again, the framework and the mentality of um, owners of salons and nail bars and just beauty industry businesses um, as a whole, we have to change. We have to, <laughs> we have to change. We have to recognize when we have great talent, we have to recognize what we actually have to offer and see our weaknesses and what we don't have to offer. What are the benefits in people coming to work with you? If you're a brand new business, if you have um, no clientele to offer them, and if you're not from this business, what kind of training can you offer them? How can you help them? Are you bringing in professional educators to help them to um, better their crafts, to help them overall with their business, to grow their business, to are you investing in them are you investing in your business you know because it's it's not just about performing the service this industry is about customer service it's about customer acquisition that's getting the customer and not only that but when you start to get recurring income it's because you've mastered customer customer retention so it's about customer acquisition and customer retention and then you learn how to build lifelong clients but if you're not someone who's familiar with the industry or not familiar with how to do these things yourself, you have to be able to reach out to someone who's able to do that, not only for the sake of your employees, but the for, sake of, for the sake of your business anyway. And, and being, being a business owner, you know, it, it, it's work. And if you love it, you love it. And one of the reasons that sometimes it's hard for um, outside professionals who come into the industry um, who may not necessarily, it may not necessarily be their first love. It may be a little harder for them because you can, you know, you think of things a little bit differently and you can put more passion into it and you take a little more stuff when it's your passion and you love it. But if you're an owner operator, I mean, if you if you are an owner or manager of a salon space or beauty industry business and it's not your first love, this industry is not your first love. You make sure that you're taking that um, into consideration and that you bring in someone um, who can see things where you can't and who knows the industry um, and who can help you fill those gaps. Because this industry is not like any other industry. Okay? So, you have to make sure that you're investing in the business. You have to make sure that you're investing um, in the people that are going to be in your establishment. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, well, I'm going to offer free booth rent for this period of time. What am I going to get? One of the things about having someone with top talent um, work in your establishment Let's say that they're not necessarily, they don't consider themselves a teacher or an educator, but they're friendly and they're good with people. By default, everyone else that you bring into your establishment, they're going to rise to the occasion. You have someone that's great at what they do and they have a good personality. People are going to learn from that. That's going to set the bar. And you're going to have, just by default, the people that are going to come into your establishment, whether they've been, you know, doing hair, doing nails or lashes for, you know, two days or two months, just by having that caliber of person there, all boats are going to rise to the tide because they're going to see what that person is doing. They're going to be able to ask them questions about the products they're using, about the procedures that they're using, about the process that they're using. 
They're going to ask them questions about the materials, the equipment. They're going to ask them all these things. And this is going to happen in the, in, the, in the casual space because they're all working together. And no matter what, when you're, when you're in an, a working environment, you want everyone to do well. That's why I'm saying you want to have someone who's great at what they do has, and has a great personality. Now, what I don't want you to do is to make that person a crutch. What I don't want you to do is exploit that person or take advantage of that person. But understand that having someone with top talent and the ability to to be um, a resource for you and for your business, that has value. right? But it doesn't replace you as an owner or manager doing what you have to do in doing your job. You have to do your job and you have to recognize the talent um, and what they bring to your business and to your establishment, and you have to coalesce the two. So understand that while you're reaching out to people these days, a lot of um, a lot of recruiting is done online, right? And you can't just again reach out to someone and and say, "Hey, come in here and you know take a look at my place." You can't just expect, and you can have a beautiful establishment in the best area. You can't just expect for them to come in. Um, and fall in love with your working space and to take that opportunity just because of that. You have to offer them more. The industry, the way that it's changed, you have to give them more. And you should give them more because they're, they're bringing more. Our industry has always been heavy um, on word of mouth. Well, not only is it word of mouth, but people are gravitating to certain people, certain personalities, certain talents, certain skill sets, and people can see that. Whether that person is active on social media, whether they're active in the salon space, in their niche area, whatever it is, these individual professionals have more control over over their careers, over their destinies, and they can bring more value to you. So when you figure out how to work together, these people can provide you with way more value than ever before. So you may look at it on one hand that you're going to be giving up um, booth rent or you may, you know, you may have to tell them, hey, come in here. I'm not going to ask you any commission. Whatever you keep is yours, but you bring your own supplies. How commission-based uh, businesses usually works is that the, the owner or the salon space or uh, the establishment provides all the materials and they get, you know, they split the commission, whether it's 50-50, whether it's 60-40. In my honest opinion, I don't really see a lot of um, areas or, or um, salon spaces or um, establishments that's providing value enough to get um 60% and give the, the professionals 40% these days. The value, honestly, if we're talking, for most places is not there. Now, there, there are exceptions, but for most places are not there. And I know that a lot of people are hit, holding on to that notion that, you know, for what you're providing and what you're offering that you should, but that's minimum what you should be giving them is a 50-50 split. And if we're being realistic um, with the professionals and what they can bring to the table these days, the split would be the opposite. It would be, it's more likely to be fair to go 60 for the professional and 40 for the establishment. And you have all kinds of ways to pick up that um, other income on the back end with retail product, with the events, um, with a host of, of other things that you can do that can more than 
um, make up for what you may see as potential lost income, right? So understand that in order to, to recruit, to attract, and to keep top talent, these days, salon owners and establishment owners are going to have to think of things differently. And it's not hard to do. <laughs> um, it's it's, it's going to take you initially, it's going to take you some courage, right? You're going to have to take a chance. But I'm telling you, there's so many people that I've spoken to that I've been back and forth emails about um, who are really struggling with their businesses because they, they have this overhead and nobody's there. I know some of them would be happy just to have people in their space just so they can come to zero. But, you know, reality hits you real fast when you have a you have $3,500 a month worth of expenses and you don't have that money coming back in. So you're in a negative $3,500 plus. That's for business, but you still have your personal, you know, your personal expenses. You still have rent or mortgage and car notes and business insurance and things like this. So, you have to change your way of, way of thinking. And if you don't, you're going to run the risk of being outdated like so many salons and so many spaces are. And it doesn't have to be this way. We need to think differently. Gone are the days of just having a hair salon or a salon or just this. This industry is not segmented. Those of you that are going to win are going to be um, innovative open and um, fair with the business practices in terms of dealing with the people that are going to work with you and in and, and the models that you set. I think the, the, the you think of the spa model, the, the typical spa model has been the golden model, but most of us didn't see it, especially most of us in, um, in the black community. Uh, a lot of our services, well, back in the day, um, when nails were establishment 
than you could as a business owner alone. Okay, so let's wrap this episode up. And if you have any questions, again, message me on Instagram at Beauty Industry J. That's Beauty Industry J A Y E. Um, and you can send me an email, j at um, And I always will respond to you. Listen, I have a link. I'm putting a link um, on my, the, if you go to the link in bio, my link in my bio, I have, um, I have a link tree set up. And I'm going to put a link there so that you guys can record your own questions um, or your own comments or share some things that you've learned from listening to New Beauty with Jay. And I will begin to incorporate some of those into the show. All right. I think that'll be fun. Again, if you need me, I'm here. Thanks for listening to this episode of New Beauty with Jay Ray. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee.